Welcome to Gapology Radio with your hosts, Mark Tinas and Brian Brockhoff. This is your podcast covering tactics for creating winning leadership and sustainable winning organizations. Discover more information detailed in their books, Gapology, Imbar, and their newest release, Speed of Purpose. We can be reached at gapology.org and our books can be found at amazon.com. Hey everybody, welcome back to Gapology Radio. We have a full podcast for you tonight with Martinez, and we have a very cool topic for you too. This one I know Mark has been teaching for a while, and I know that if you've been leading a team, especially one with multiple layers, you're going to get a lot out of this episode. So let's go ahead and jump right in and give Martinez a call. Hey Brian. Hey Mark, how are you? Great. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's been a little while since we've done one of these. Yeah, good timing, though. Yeah. I had to, like, try to find the program on my computer. Um, I had to look up, you know, how to do all this again. <laughs> you must be getting old. <laughs> I know. Hey, you know, but it's like riding a bicycle. Yep, yep. Uh, you're, so, you're really good at this. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Uh, yeah, so um, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I wanted to share a concept uh, that we've been working on with a number of organizations that really works, and it's what we call first team first. What do you think? Yeah, perfect. Love this. This is awesome. Let me tell you a little bit about it. So leadership roles today can be very complex. Uh, We all play on multiple teams, and that's often where the complexity comes in. Do you know what I mean? Yep, for sure. And what happens when you play on multiple teams, uh, your allegiance comes into question. Where do you place your allegiance? Where does the direction come from? Which team do you support the most, etc.? And it creates significant conflicts. And we literally all play on multiple teams. And maybe in a COVID environment, because we're not face-to-face and interacting often in person, our motives can be questioned even more. Our body language is not as clear. And uh, first team first may even be more significant today than ever before. So are you, are you good with me jumping into some details here? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So picture first team being your peer group. And it might include then your supervisor. So that's first team. Picture then second team being defined as your subordinates. Brian, guess where most leaders play? Uh, I'd say probably right there. Second team. Yeah. So they play second team first. They put their subordinates ahead of first team. And what happens with that? is it creates, uh, you may call them silos. It creates uh, execution that is very inconsistent. Uh, it can create all kinds of undermining of what first team direction is. So first team first is about, in order to be a great organization, first team has to lead. And everyone then follows from there. 
You know, this really seems to tie to alignment. Um, and I absolutely agree that most people play second team first. They're really looking at, you know, what is my team doing? Um, what is uh, my team achieving? And the competition that you talk about, the silos, is created from that, you know, versus, you know, what are we doing to help support the overall organization? Yeah. So, and this is where purpose comes into play. Yep. You want to describe how an organization with purpose can play first team even better? If your organization has purpose, if, it, if you've developed a clear and compelling purpose, it really eliminates the need to play second team first, you know, because everybody's aligned. Everybody's aligned under one umbrella. Everybody's going after the same things. Everybody understands the importance of, of the, the purpose. Um, you know, thinking about speed of purpose, you know, our book um, it really is a tool to help align, um, I think, everyone under this uh, whole umbrella. Yeah, so when, when a team has a strong purpose, often first team first is easy Yeah. Um, because the direction is easy. But without that and with leaders playing second team and to your point earlier, competing against each other, maybe not sharing best practices, it really undermines the organization as a whole. We've seen organizations literally where every work group played to a different set of rules, had a different set of expectations mm-hmm. and standards, even doing the same job. Unbelievable. Right. So producing these totally different outcomes and it not being brought together and synergized and focused so the whole organization moves forward. Picture for a moment first team as a group of people sitting around a table in a room with the door closed and agreeing on operating standards, agreeing on priorities, etc., aligned with purpose. When they open the door and leave that room, they have to be one team, first team first. And then they go off to their teams, the second team, and communicate that direction and consistently execute it throughout the organization. It is a total game changer versus a bunch of rogue leaders driving their own team's behavior in an attempt to outdo the other the other guy or gal and uh, really just competing and operating in silos. So second team can be incredibly destructive versus first team, which creates great results. Yeah, you know, in that um, boardroom, I'm just thinking, if, if you had a second team mentality, what you're doing is you are ending up, you know, and you don't have a, a key purpose to the organization. You are filtering out what you think would be important for your team to execute on. So the overall message gets filtered to what you as that second team leader would be feeling is important. Where if you have a strong purpose and you have a first team first mentality, you're not filtering those things. You're agreeing as a large group on what's important, what the action items are, and so forth. I like your I like your term filter. I agree with that totally. So a second team leader is going to filter. Yep. And they're not going to accept the direction of first team. They're not going to play first team. They're going to grab things that they can take and run with second team. And second team's often easier because in second team, you're the boss. It's much more difficult to be a peer and to be a subordinate 
than it is to be the boss. So in organizations where second team rules, they don't they don't achieve, achieve great results. Yep. They do not achieve great results. So we have seen, though, incredible examples. We know an organization that implemented first team first over 24 months, took a long time, had to become cultural. They doubled their revenue, doubled their revenue. They became one team versus a bunch of mini teams. That's what happens in second team. You become a bunch of other te- a bunch of teams versus truly one united group, first team first. And, and if you disagree with first team, which will happen, so again, picture the boardroom, whatever you want to call it. Again, these are not board members, but picture the first team sitting around a table with the door, with the door closed. If you disagree, vocalize that within the group. Vocalize that to first team. Often what happens is those leaders who play second team vocalize to second team about how they don't agree. That's not first team first. <laughs> right. Yeah. First team first is hammering it out in that room with the door closed. Right. And when you open the door, when you open the door, you're united. You're one. It's a new day. Let's go get them. Yep. And I think that's a key point is that, you know, on a team, you're, you're probably not going to always agree with every little thing that's being discussed and agreed on. Um, but but having that voice, you know, that seat at the table, I think is critical so that you can air your thoughts because every member of that team is important and their viewpoints are important. And so, you know, being the leader of that group, allowing and not even just allowing, but really encouraging um, and expecting participation from everyone, um, I think, is a key element. Yeah, no, that's a great point. You're not always going to agree with all direction. That's just not realistic. No, but you do have to agree. To go execute. You know, when the door opens, we, we go get it. We go do it. We're aligned. Yeah. So that's first team first. It's incredibly powerful. Um, it's not talked about much. Um, it is real. Uh, most leaders play second team. Guarantee it. And um, we've seen uh, some leaders play third team routinely, uh, which, is, which is quite interesting and, again, can be quite damaging. And just can create inconsistency. But first team first rules. And it's not easy. You have to be tough. You have to speak your mind. But you also have to leave your ego at the door. And uh, when you walk out, you're all first team first. Yeah, so Mark, can you explain the third team first a little bit more? Third team, third team in most organizations is an alignment with maybe the frontline employees. If you were in a retail store, it might be favoring the cashier group over company direction and um, trying to be the champion of the little guy. It doesn't work out that way. You become you don't you don't become the champion of the little guy. You just think you are. You create uh, inconsistent execution. Um, remember, all these teams are yours. It's a matter of which one comes first and where the direction comes from. You can be the champion of the little guy through first team first. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So it really is saying that, you know, none of these teams are necessarily unimportant, but you have to look at in what priority order you're really aligning your um, actions, your beliefs, um, the things that you're trying to go after. And and really back to the purpose point, if, if your organization is really wrapped in purpose, 
it, it's not going to matter because you're all going after the same things. You're, you know, you'll still be aligned with the first team, um, and you're going to be giving instruction to the second and third team um, because you're under one alignment, right? Yeah. So uh, you're bringing up some great points. So let's just take a look at second team for a moment. So second team would be yourself and your subordinates. Your job as a leader is to develop that group and to find your replacement, find multiple replacements of yourself, bring people to your level. The way to do that is first team first, bringing to that group of your subordinates the first team direction and allowing them to excel within that. That showcases them. That helps them develop. And by you being aligned with the first team, it helps you create your replacement. So it, it's, it's the best thing for a second team, for the growth of second team, for the execution of second team, to be first team first. Right. You know, it's uh, interesting. As you were talking there, I was thinking about, you know, if you're leading a, um, you know, a group of soldiers and you're going into battle, um, you, you have to be first team first. So, I mean, you have to be aligned with what your leaders above you are, you know, going after what, what the goals are. Um, and your team has to be aligned with that. You can't really have any stray dogs that, you know, the pack must be aligned under one clear vision. They need to be back to gapology, what to know, why it matters and what to do. You know, they have to be aligned with all those things to achieve whatever, you know, you're going after. Yeah. My view of second team first is that it's second team first is simply easier Oh sure. Yeah. It, it's a lower it's a lower level skill set. And second team first may even be more natural, but great organizations play first team first. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it really, you know, it has to be one voice. So, you know, looking at the the first team, if if you have a singular vision, a singular purpose, um, having one voice coming from that group that transfers all the way through the other groups is critical if you're going after anything that's important. Well said. Well done. That's it. Okay. okay. So, so that's, yeah, that sounds awesome, Mark. I think uh, a lot of people will definitely get out of that a lot. And I think uh, there's a lot of things that they can apply right away today. Yeah, maybe we should write a book. Yeah. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. I have heard no one else really talk about it. You know, you and I worked in an organization that had 20,000 plus employees. Believe me, it mattered there. Uh, other organizations we've worked with have a hundred employees, as an example, and it matters there. Right, it matters. First yeah. team first is a big deal. Yeah, yeah, it matters at all levels for sure. Okay, well, thanks, Mark. Uh, this was a this was a good one. I think people are going to like it. All right, thanks, Brian. Okay, we'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye. Bye. Okay, that'll do it from here. As always, if you want to learn more about Gapology, MBAR, or Speed of Purpose, head on over to our website, gapology.org, for more information. Everyone have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you soon. This has been a Gapology production. Visit us at gapology.org.